Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Coming up after the break, we got NBA action as OKC took on the Toronto Raptors crunch, followed by some good old hockey talk, and we highlight all the action from March Madness as the NCAA tournament is heating up. So keep those buds in your ears because sports, sports, sports is next. Caw-caw! And welcome back. So I'm sure you're curious about the noise currently filling your ears and what exactly it may be. My name is Nick Drago and I love sports. So much so that I created this podcast called Sports Sports Sports. Ironically, the thing my friends would say whenever I wouldn't be quiet about the world of professional athletics. Now our goal is to provide you with more of the facts and less about the opinions. Since we're just getting started, bear with me while I get through the first few weeks of making a podcast that we can all hopefully enjoy. Now enough about me. Let's get into some action. I'd like to start with highlighting my NBA game of the week, the Toronto Raptors taking on and losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Final score being 132-125. to Leading scorer for the game was Russell Westbrook with 37 on the scoreboard and a triple-double. With all the questions about the Thunder's big three of Anthony George and Westbrook, a game like this puts their doubters in their places as they move up in the standings. This marks the 43rd win for the Thunder and their sixth in a row. Speaking of the standings, let's take a peek at where everyone currently sits as of recording this podcast. The Rockets are in first at 55-14. and 14. That's 2.5 games ahead of the Golden State Warriors with a game tonight against Minnesota. Number three is the Trailblazers, blazing a trail to home court advantage in the first round, but OKC is a game and a half behind them. Jazz, Timberwolves, and Spurs all tied for fifth, and just barely sitting at number eight is the Pelicans, who only have a half game from fifth place. Sitting just below, just below the playoff line is the Clippers and Nuggets, with the Lakers in that awkward limbo where they haven't quite been eliminated, but they aren't close to making it. Kings, Mavs, and Grizzlies, oh, and the Suns have all been eliminated. Now let's look at the East, where the Raptors are number one at 52-18, and 18, four games ahead of the Celtics. Cleveland, meanwhile, has been on a freefall, winning only five of their last ten and are now tied with the Wizards and Pacers for third place. In sixth is the process, the young guns in Philly having a surprisingly successful year. Coming in at seventh is the Bucks, and eighth goes to the Heat. Now the separation between the Heat and other non-playoff teams is 6.5 games. Pistons and Hornets have quite a hill to climb. Then behind them are the Knicks, who have been tanking since the loss of Perzee. Zingas, Bulls sit a game behind them, and then the eliminated teams include the Nets, Magic, and the Atlanta Hawks. Moving on to some other big games that occurred this past weekend, the Rockets have been dominating the West all season to everyone's surprise and may even be able to dethrone the Warriors as the league's best. Now, the tandem of Chris Paul and everyone's favorite beard, James Harden, combined for 43 points while squeaking out a six-point victory against the Pelicans on Saturday. It was a close match until the very end of the second quarter, and since then, the Rockets never looked back and won their 21st game in 22 days. With a midweek loss versus the Spurs, this puts Nola losing four of their last five after 10-game winning streak the weeks prior. Currently in eighth, they are still set up for playoff success. Now, the Golden State Warriors are beginning to look very vulnerable. Steph Curry has missed four games with a right ankle injury. Clay Thompson is looking at being benched for the next seven games with a fractured thumb. And now, as of Friday, Kevin Durant is out for two weeks following the diagnosis of a rib fracture following an MRI this past week. Now, as we mentioned early on, this team is really close to number one. Houston in the standings. And now, with their top four players, it'll be interesting to see 
how this team handles the rest of the season. Warriors are 2-3 and three in their last five games with the Spurs awaiting them Monday night. Playoff time in the NBA can be a trying experience if you aren't one of the top seeds. The inequality between number one and number eight in each conference is massive, leading to a minimal number of upsets and the same teams or players in the finals almost every season. I'm looking at you guys, Warriors and Cavs. The other inequality between the East and West is also evident by the product on the court. The NBA solution, a 1 through 16 seeded playoff system with no conference boundaries. The idea has been kicked around by the commissioner, Adam Silver, back in February, but on Friday he announced it was unlikely to happen and that the league is far from a place where there's a solution. Now the best part of the NBA is of course the drama that goes on off the court and no other player personifies that drama like LeBron James of the Cleveland Cavaliers. With his contract expiring at the end of the season, many believe King James will look to play elsewhere. He's currently or he's already established his goals of winning one for Cleveland. The question now is if he wants to try and win another or ride off into the sunset, regardless of the Cavs' results this year. Thus far, leading the pack are his hometown Cavaliers, Los Angeles, a town he currently frequents and owns property in, or Philadelphia, a team with all the Cavs space and young talent he could ask for. So, want to weigh in? Send your thoughts to sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. We'll continue to discuss his options and more as the season and postseason continues. Whew! Okay, let's take a short break. When we return, it's hockey time. The Caps took a trip to Philadelphia to play the Flyers. Kucherov continues to make Tampa look good. And we cannot forget about March Madness. Sports, sports, sports. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Nick Drago, executive producer and host of Sports, Sports, Sports. As you can see, we don't have anyone to fill our current ad space, which is a real shame. If you have some kind of advertisement you want on the air, contact me directly at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. At this point, we will literally include anything you want on the air within reason. And since we don't have a large number of subscribers, I'm willing to do it for free. So remember, that email again is sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Contact us for more, and let's get back to the show. And welcome back. It's time to discuss the current state of the NHL, starting with the Metropolitan Division, where the Capitals and Flyers faced off on Sunday. Washington's been playing like a juggernaut, as usual, thanks to the red-hot Russian superstar and newest member of the 600-goal club, Alex Ovechkin. However, against the Flyers, Ovi put up one of the only two goals as the Caps lost to Philly. Flyers ended up with six in the net. Philly's been fighting with Pittsburgh and Washington for control of the division all season, and with only nine games to go, they are running out of time. They play the Red Wings on Tuesday. Now, the rest of the East is looking like this. From the Metro, the Capitals have a small two-point lead over the Penguins. Flyers, with this recent win, are in third, just a game ahead of the wildcard hopefuls Columbus. The Devils, who looked like the runaway favorites over a month ago, now sit in the second wildcard slot at 82 points. Rangers have a 500 record and are 10 points behind their rivals across the river with the Hurricanes and Islanders battling out for last place in that division. Now, all these teams still have a shot at playoff contention, and believe me when I say any one of them can squeeze in on a hot streak. From the Atlantic, the Lightning are barely on top at 102, followed by the Bruins and Leaves. All three have better records than the Atlantic teams. The Panthers are fighting hard for that other playoff spot at 77. And looking at the West, Nashville is the only team that's clinched a playoff spot at 104 points. They sit just above the Jets and Wild, with the Avalanche grabbing the top wildcard spot. Stars tied with the Ducks in the Pacific for the other spot. Plus, the Blues are looming, and the Blackhawks, 
Well, we're not even going to talk about the Blackhawks' disastrous season. In the Pacific, Viva Las Vegas as the Golden Knights are in first at 97, and the Sharks are eight points behind them with the Kings on the edge of qualification. We already mentioned the Ducks are tied with the Kings. That's at 84 points. Flames looking to close the gap as well. Playoff picture now looks like this with the Lightning playing the Devils. Bruins would get the Maple Leaves right off the bat. Capitals would draw a ferocious Blue Jackets squad looking to avenge last season. And the Penguins and Flyers would face off in a battle for Pennsylvania bragging rights. In the West, Nashville would get Colorado as the Music City meets the City in the Sky. Jets and Wild facing off in the NHL's coldest cities. Vegas would get to take on Dallas in the All-Desert Series in the final battle for California as the Sharks would draw L.A. Playoffs begin in April with each team playing their last 10 games over the next month. So buckle up, baby, because the second season is coming soon. One of the other potential matchups to be played could be Boston Bruins and the Tampa Bay Lightning, both of which went toe-to-toe -to -toe this past weekend. However, the end result was unexpected. Bruins jumped ahead three minutes into the game with a goal off the stick of David Pasternak and never looked back, leading with a final score of 3 to nothing. Tory Krug was all over the ice, getting an assist in all three Boston goals. The Brew Crew now leads the season series 2 to nothing, with two other games planned before the season ends. Now, when the NHL realigned in 2013, it changed the face of the league forever. First, it allowed the Red Wings and Blue Jackets to move into the East, cutting down the massive amounts of West Coast road trips, and the two the, which both of those teams had to take. It also took two teams out of the Western Conference, bringing the number to 14 instead of 16, as the East now had. Winnipeg Jets were moved to the West, and the playoff format was dramatically overhauled. Now, the NHL has decided to expand to 31 teams that allowed Vegas to enter the league and left one more vacancy for an expansion team. Quebec's bid was denied in part to avoid another realignment, and Seattle's bid was recently submitted. Now, since that application was placed in the laps of the NHL, Seattle fans have been running to purchase season tickets. In fact, 25,000 deposits were made in the first hour of availability. It's safe to say the NHL could be returning to the first American city to win the Stanley Cup very soon. By the way, that was the Seattle Metropolitans in 1916. And in 2013, Ilya Kovalchuk left the New Jersey Devils in order to return home and become the best player in the KHL. But it appears that life in St. Petersburg has become a little bit boring to the former NHL star. Kovalchuk has announced that he will accept offers from NHL teams following his current season, saying that he'd like to win a Stanley Cup so he can match his current teammate, Pavel Datsuk, who res whose resume includes an Olympic gold medal, a world championship, along with the two cups he won as a member of the Red Wings in 02 and 08. Kovalchuk, at the time, was one of the most prolific scorers in the NHL. At 29 years old, he already amassed 417 goals and over 800 points with the now-defunct Atlanta Thrashers and New Jersey. His leave surprised many, including the Devils that had signed him to a 17-year, $102 million contract in 2010. So it's going to be surprising to see what that scoring machine can do when he returns at the age of 34. And right now, Nikita Kucherov remains the leading scorer in the league with 91 points overall. Ovechkin leading goals at 42. Evgeny Malkin, meanwhile, is hot on their tails as he puts together an incredible season for the two-time defending champs in Pittsburgh. Also, keep an eye on the youngster Connor McDavid, who's trying to push the Oilers back into relevance. Meanwhile, the Blues' Carter Hutton is leading the charging goals against and save percentage. Okay, friends, I'm going to need one more break before our big finish still to come is our NCAA tournament recap is Tiger Woods out of the woods, and we highlight our athlete of the week. Sports, sports, sports. We'll be back shortly.
Hi, Nick Drago again. It looks as though none of you have contacted me yet to advertise through our podcast. Should I say this again? Sports 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 is literally offering free advertising as we work to build up our viewership. I don't care if my mom's the only one who listens to this podcast. I need to have something present during these breaks, and I'll advertise anything within reason. So if you or a friend would like to have your advertisement present on our show, please contact me at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. I'll be waiting patiently at my computer. Welcome back. As usual, the NCAA tournament has been living up to its March Madness moniker. Did you happen to catch all the action these last few days? We did. And it was awesome. Looking at the bracket, we see most of the Elite Eight is set as of this recording. Texas A&M pulls off an upset of UNC today. They draw Michigan coming off a buzzer beater to top Houston. Gonzaga is also in the next round, taking out Ohio State. And Syracuse, a team no one expected to be here, proves that they belong. And they took out Michigan State and TCU this weekend. They'll match up with Duke on Friday. Kansas is also in after beating Seton Hall. Purdue survives Butler. Texas Tech survives Florida. And those were in two close matchups, but both of those teams will face each other next. Also, Nova continues to make other opponents look like cupcakes. Kentucky's already guaranteed their spot. And Loyola Chicago is another surprising contender, getting a last-second victory over Tennessee to move up. The biggest upset, however, may very well go down as one of the greatest sports stories in history. Now, I'm very familiar with UMBC from my time covering the Americas Conference, but many out there have probably never heard of the small school located in Baltimore. In fact, the team's name stands for University of Maryland, comma, Baltimore County. This is the same team that beat my alma mater, Hartford, in the conference semis and barely upset regular season champion Vermont in the America East Finals. Going into this game, the entire America East Conference was 1-20 in the big dance. That's a .048 winning percentage for you math wizards at home. The Retrievers came out strong in the first, keeping it close and tying the game at the half, but erupted in an onslaught of threes towards the end against number one seed of Virginia. They had only two prior losses this season. And this team, they were expected to win it all. And now they go down as the first one seed in 135 games to lose to a 16. I, for one, would like to give a very special cuckaw to UMBC for representing the America East Conference. Now, this was quite a week for the NFL as free agency both began and exploded at the same time. The biggest signing was no doubt the Vikings taking Kirk Cousins for three years, $84 million. Cousins has over 16,000 yards, 99 touchdowns in his career with Washington. Only time will tell if he can repeat that success in Minnesota. The other big signing of the week includes Sam Bradford to the Cardinals, Isaiah Crowell, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Avery Williamson, and Trumaine Johnson to the Jets, also Case Keenan to the Broncos, and Allen Robinson going to the Jags. In 2008, Tiger Woods came within four major victories of the Golden Bear Jack Nicklaus for the title of most major tournament well, victories. At the time, no one would have expected the severe decline of one of the greatest athletes on earth. Here we are 10 years later, and Woods has yet to win another major. Putting, off his, putting his off-field issues aside, Tiger hasn't come close to the player he was a decade ago. However, this past weekend, when he took second at the Valspar Championship, fans and opponents alike took notice. He also finished fifth this weekend at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, eventually losing to Rory McIlroy. With the Masters a few short weeks away, Vegas odds have Tiger as the favorite. Does this mean the Tiger is out of the woods? Well, we'll be finding out very soon. Now, I graduated from a fine institution, the University of Hartford, as mentioned earlier, a Division I school that gets no love for being in a smaller conference. I hope to rectify that on a week-by-week -week basis with a quick blurb highlighting the University of Hartford Hawks. Earlier this week, their men's basketball 
their men's basketball team played its second-ever postseason tournament, the CIT. Hartford's first game against San Diego was mostly disappointing, with the Hawks ultimately losing thanks to a score of 88-72. Jason Dune and J.R. Lynch were the leading scorers for the Hawks at 14 points apiece. With this, their season ends with some hope as next year... Hartford's basketball team uh, put up a very good season, ranking third in the America East behind Vermont, an eventual champion and tournament upsetter, UMBC. Moving on to another segment of the show, the announcement of our Athlete of the Week. This segment highlights the efforts of someone special from the sports world that deserves a little praise. This week's athlete is none other than Mikhail Bridges from Villanova. The 6'7", 210-pound machine has been a major attraction for the Wildcats all season. While he was a major part of the championship team two years ago, this season Bridges has 18 points per game and led Nova to a 30-4 and record going into the tournament. Now Bridges is a native of Philadelphia and went to high school in Malvern, PA, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Nova Nation. He he was named the first team all Big East and was the Big East tournament MVP this season. We here at Sports 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 wish Mikhail the best as his team tries to win a second championship in three years. And Mikhail, your Athlete of the Week trophy is sitting here in their studio. So if you're willing to come and pick it up in person and be on the show, well, then that would be just fantastic. Now, as we close out the show today, I hope to answer questions from you, the fans. And while I don't have questions to answer at this time, I'll just spend a few minutes plugging my own show. Sports 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 or Sports 3X is still a fairly new podcast and looking to hear from its fans. I'd like to know what you want to hear. My goal here is to do two things. One, bring you sports news. And two, let's have a little fun. Questions you may have about me or the program itself are welcome, along with generalized sports questions, comments, and concerns. Anyone who likes, shares, or comments on my podcast or YouTube versions, let me know. You very well could have your name read on the air, and you can include a special message along with it. We're still looking for advertisers, as you've probably heard from our many commercials. <laughs> the best way to contact me is through our email, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. I apologize, I uh, found that to be a little humorous. <laughs> okay, my favorite comment of the week belongs to our beloved friend from of Sports Sports Sports, Mr. Patrick Gagan, who states, I'm not sure there's anything in this world I care less about than sports, but I'm looking forward to every episode. Such kind words. Thank you, Patrick. Another comment comes from Jamie Grum, which says, This is actually really awesome, and I may get more into sports because of this. So there you have it, folks. Our show is a hit with non-sports and sports fans alike. So remember to like, comment, and or share to have your name and message read on the air. And yes, that rhyme was intentional. Special thanks now for today's show. Go to a slew of individuals, including my fiance Johanna Albert, for the design and color scheme of our awesome logo. Trust me when I say the original design was hideous by comparison. The University of Hartford and the beloved Hartford Hawks, gmail.com, for hosting our webpage. And of course, our theme music is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website is included in our show notes. Also, thanks for friends that liked or commented on my page, including Patrick Gagan, Jamie Gum, and my old college co host, Jorge Pajares. Thanks to our first YouTube subscriber. My name is Nomptful. Great name. Uh, special thanks to my future mother-in-law, Mary Kay, for sharing us on Facebook, plus my own mother for sharing as well. And it's her birthday this week, so happy birthday. Also, thank you to others that reached out in the last week, including Joe Calabro, Big Ross... Big Dog Ross Castaldo and the rapping CPA Petty Cash. Of course, last but not least, a special, thank a special thanks to you, the fans, for taking the time to listen to little old me. Now I'm looking forward to getting to know each and every one of you as we go down this journey together. But before we go, some upcoming games for the week. Celtics Thunder, Tuesday night, that's March 20th. 
Cleveland and Toronto on Wednesday for hockey. Tampa Bay and the Maple Leafs Tuesday. Playoffs are coming in hot for both sports, so you don't want to miss a thing. Plus, a return to tournament play this week as we barrel closer to the Final Four. Opening day for baseball swiftly approaching, so buckle up for the Yankees, Red Sox, Astros, Dodgers, Nationals, and Indians looking to compete this season. Boy, it's going to be one for the ages. So remember, comment, email, subscribe, give me a big hug, send smoke signals to the sky, and tell the Jets to please draft a quarterback in the first round. Thanks again for listening and allowing me to intoxicate you with my voice. Remember, our email is sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. My name is Nick Drago, and I hope you all had a lot of fun, maybe as much as I did. See you next week, friends.